Another episode of Chris and Dave's Articast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, I'm very good friend, he's Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We're covering Married at First Sight UK, Season 7, Episode 17 through to 19. Now, Chris, we normally, of course, would wait till the, all of the episodes have aired and then record at the weekend and... Uh, we basically couldn't wait, could we? <laughs> we <laughs> no. Just, it has been absolutely explosive this week. I mean, I shall ask you, I think you know, but where would you like to start today? We've got to go. Well, I, I had notes. We, we should, like you say, there's no, we were supposed to just do a week wrap up. And as the week's gone on, it's like, holy shit, we need to get on and chat about this because. I'm like you, I just want to explode watching this, Dave. I've got a lot to say, but it's got to be Matt. The whole Matt, Whitney, Duca and Gemma. I mean, this is rivaling the Australian one for me for just ridiculousness. And I've got to say, I think these two have been told to do this because they look the most incompatible couple going. He's turning into, well, he is a male chauvinist and he's horrible and he gets any criticism, whether it's Gemma, Zoe's gone at him a few times, he just gets up and he's saying stuff like, I don't value your opinion. He's an absolute arse, Dave. What an absolute arse, but what great TV it's been this week. It it has been great, and it's, it's you know, properly gets you riled up, doesn't it? <laughs> but, I mean, we'll, we'll get to the whole, uh, who do you think you're talking to? You know, you can imagine him standing at the queue at McDonald's. Do you know who I am? <laughs> kind of thing. But, um, yeah, I, I, let's, I mean, we can talk about, obviously, this week we've had, uh, you know, a dinner party, which is always explosive, always plants those seeds. Then we've had the commitment ceremony. But I think even before that, the whole setup. Now, we had seen spoilers. You know, we had seen before the episode aired that Matt and Whitney were going to cheat and get together. But I can see why you would say this is a producer-led thing. Now, I don't know for a fact, but what I can say for a fact, Chris, is that looked horrendously fake when Matt and Whitney were having that whole conversation. I don't know whether it was just, I can't imagine the producers would say, can you two get together? Or, you know, the old, they're a plant, and let's just cause some drama. But it it was so stilted. If these guys have an ambition about acting, I think they should think about something else. Because it was just so fake, the whole thing. It was very, very towy, very set up. So I think it's more probable, isn't it, that there's a lot more happened off camera and then the producers have kind of got a little bit of wind of it. You know, maybe they've had a chat off camera or whatever and then they're like, right, well, we need to get some of this because, you know, we'll get it on camera and then, you know, this will be a great storyline. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's all sorts to talk about. We've had stuff before. They're like, you know... (sighs) My issue was with tonight was the fucking experts did not hand them, held them accountable. I mean, Paul had to go mm. Adrian, who for me, Adrian is my man of the whole show. I love Adrian. Legend. I think he's a fucking great guy. He doesn't mess about. 
George and April are a pair of fucking dildos. The pair of them. George is there crying over any indiscretion. April, uh, can you tell me who he spoke to on the 15th of September at 10.30? What was the conversation? He's absolutely Mr. Insecure, but laughing his cock off at the fact that Matt was going to ditch Gemma. And April's there backing Whitney up. And I'm like, you absolute pair of fucking idiots. Just complete hypocrites. They are the fakest couple on this show, Dave. George is a dick. And I didn't like Paul, the expert, um, when he had a pop at Adrian. I mean, old Thomas just walks off anyway. He walks off at the the wind change. (laughs) Thomas is hilarious as well. But Adrian was making a valid point. Paul gives him a load of aggro. No, no, no. But then when it all happens with Gemma and Matt and Whitney and Duca, oh, no, it's a fucking free-for-all. Everyone can mm. chip in then. I just I found that completely inconsistent. And Adrian was on to something that they didn't want to show. I just, yeah. oh, Dave, I was fucking livid. I'm so Is glad we talking about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the thing, so let's stick on George and April for a second then. I find them, I mean, they're not a completely fake couple in that you know they're just here for social media exposure although they are a bit of that but you know they, they're they not just uh smile for the cameras kind of thing I, I actually find them really really interesting I mean April's been on you know a, a number of different reality shows she will be again after this I'm sure um George I find him really quite dangerous and and yes. you know that was even before there was stuff you know that seemed to leak out in the papers about some of his past relationships some of his ex-girlfriends you know complaining to the police that he's abusive now chris if you go to the police that has gone pretty far already hasn't it but you yes, can kind of I- see it that I, I'm not going to comment on that and whether that's true. We've not seen any of that. All we've seen is this edited show and you're trying to piece together these little data points and just make your own mind up about the person. But I, I do think George is in this constant state of insecurity and it drives this really unhealthy, toxic behavior. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it's very... It's very strange. And April's approach to it all, like she, you know, she, she mentions it to the experts, but and I, like I say, I lose, I lose a lot of credibility for her when she's backing Whitney up. Cause I think Whitney's been hideous, Dave. And I mean, you're right. Yeah. I'm not trying to jump over everything, but the whole thing with these people. And like you say, George, there's someone not right. Look, three people have allegedly gone to the police. We don't know the context of it. Um, separately, they don't know each other about him saying, you know, these these allegations came out and it was all over the news. So it's, it's unfair to say whether they are right or wrong. However, watching an edited show, which is, is completely washed down in what's going on in real life, my, in my opinion, I honestly think that there is something there, Dave, that, that, that there is something credible to these accusations. However, we don't know. But I do think what we've seen, he needs some fucking counselling or something. And I just hated the way that he was such a hypocrite with Matt. It just pissed me right off. Yeah, a hypocrite with Matt. But also, he goes off crying to the lads about how he can't trust April. And then, you know, in a public setting, though, he's like, no, 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 leave my wife alone. (laughs) You know, it's like, make your fucking mind up. And I'll say this about, you know, a number of the couples 
it, it's mostly the men, to be honest, Chris, who are acting yes, all is. shitty. And you sort of think any couple, and uh, you know, uh, we've got you know um, uh, a lesbian couple, a gay couple in there as well. So I, I don't want to come across like it's just a, a hetero thing, but but the men in the hetero relationships here are just acting shitty. And in a positive, healthy relationship, you're supposed to build each other up. You're supposed to make each other better. You know, and actually, a lot of the girls are just shrinking, and I see April just shrinking, to be honest. And George, through his insecurity, is constantly like wearing her down. Really didn't like how April was with Whitney. I, I thought that was out of order. I don't know where she was coming from there. But putting that to one side, you know, just looking at George and April as a couple, just it, it is not not good at all. And and honestly, there are so many red flags with George. I, I think he is really gaslighting her, uh, to be honest, yeah. and just wearing away. I agree. I, I, I can't disagree or, or anything. I think you completely sum that up. And, and another couple, you say about the guys, and you're completely right, Dave. Adrian and Thomas, you know, um, for one reason or the other, I just really enjoy watching them on the screen. They're just so funny. Thomas is so dramatic. It's brilliant TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck <laughs> off. You fucking yeah. like it. I love all that. I love Adrian trying to calm him down. And Adrian's got this real calmness, but firmness to his personality, which I love. Yeah. I'll tell you another one, Dave, which has been alarming by the fucking episode. Talk about 1950 stereotype fucking Yorkshireman, oh Jonathan, my, God. my, and he even supported fucking Matt and Whitney. And that was for yeah. me, I was like, right, we've got to record. We have to record yeah. because what an unusual character this guy is. He tells everything he's thinking. There is no filter. And poor Sophie, who I thought would be the troublesome one in the relationship, is a lovely girl and he's a fucking dick. Yeah. I think, you know, if someone has to come out, if someone goes around just fucking like a bull in a china shop, offending everyone just as well as my opinion, you're a fucking dick, right? Yeah. And there are so many times, so many people have tried to help him understand, but he's just not getting it. And you know why? Because he doesn't want to get it. Because he doesn't care for anyone's opinions. I find him on par with Matt, to be honest. I think it's disgusting yeah. how he's been treating uh, uh, Sophie. Sophie. Sorry, I was going to say Gemma. Yeah. Um, again, in exactly the same or, or in a slightly different way, but the end result is the same. You see her shrinking. You saw this really confident person, you know, when the, when we in, were introduced to that couple and then that first week they seemed to have a good time. Yeah, Chris, he's not really that bothered. And the whole horse legs thing, what a fucking idiot, you know? And you can tell Sophie's more of that kind of pear shape. She's not stick thin. And you can tell he's so fucking superficial and narcissistic. It's just, I think he's... I think she's on the borderline already of what he's attracted to. And he's trying to project that, you know, sorry, don't get any bigger because I won't be interested. And just so much of what he says is offensive. It's like, well, I'm entitled to my opinion. And you know what really pisses me off as well is when, when like he gets called out on that. Right. Well, the answer is I'll just not say anything then. That's the answer, isn't it? Yeah. passive aggressive git <laughs> that's yeah. not the answer so is it bad. you know you just no. you've got nothing so go and fucking furnish some wood 
Yeah, I, I agree, Dave. He needs to be in a shed somewhere on his own, filing down a fucking st- a fucking uh, chair or something. What a what an un- unusual character. And I know there's so much buzzing in my head about it, but I think what I love, Dave. One of the last, so we said about most of the guys. I think Jordan was excellent the way he tackled Matt and, and Whitney, and oh, he was sorry. he was basically having a go with the That was good of him. Sorry to cut across you there, but comment. Actually, there were a few comments of this week. But when, you know, it all kicked off with Gemma and Matt, then is the time, Jonathan, just fucking, just keep quiet. Just fucking, it's nothing to do with you. But he's like, yeah, but you must have known it was gone anyway. And and fucking Jordan is like, oh, here we go. It's Mr. Blunt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was a great, great comment that I appreciated. It was excellent. I mean... And that's what I thought when Jordan went and Matt, Matt's like, well, we're all here for the same thing. And I think, I, I think, like, with poor Gemma and the whole Matt thing, one thing I'll say first, that you said about lines of the week. The line of the week for me was the Kermit the Frog drinking the tea was fucking Kwame when it kicked oh, off between Duca and Thomas. And then fucking Matt's there rubbing his shoulders and hugging him. And then he went, that's ironic, and he? goes, well, fucking stealing your missus or whatever. Oh, Dave. And Matt didn't say fuck all to Kwame, did he? He didn't say, Boo to a goose. I was fucking punching the air. It was an absolute classic maths line that it was brilliant. Yeah. You know what? I thought when he was saying, Kwame said it a couple of times, didn't he? He said the irony. And I thought he yeah. was talking about Thomas walking off. I thought he was insinuating, like, oh, Thomas has stormed off. Now we can get some peace and quiet. I thought that's yeah. what he was talking about. And then he drops the bomb <laughs> it's like <laughs> consoled by the the man who's stealing your woman i think was his words um fucking hell he threw that grenade didn't he and oh, classic that, that was, was classic that was class tv from there but geez it's one of those where we love the drama but shit in hell it, it, it was it was brutal as well wasn't it to watch it unfold yeah, because I, and I'd seen a meme, and it's more about fucking the, the UK government at the moment. But there was a meme yesterday of someone on a swing, just swinging, going, "This is Liz Truss, and this is the UK." And in the background, there's a fucking, uh, there's just basically a war going on behind this person. It's a real picture. Someone's just swinging on a swing, and that's what I thought of Quam. I thought he just sat there, echoing <laughs> yeah. him, going, "This is fucking great." I, honestly, it's not, it's not good for, if you're in that. That situation, it's fucking awful because poor Gemma got it from all angles. And then Whitney, of all people, then starts trying to turn it on herself like she's the one who's hard done to. And Kwame's just sat there, it was class. But I, I do think with Gemma Day, very uh, interesting character because we, we watch these shows and we, we talk about them, we review them, we slate them, we slate all of them. We know that in the back of the heads, there's exposure. I'm not saying that Gemma's not aware that her profile on social media will raise however i do genuinely think she's gone in there for love dave Mm. and i think unfortunately she's come up against a bunch of people who are all reality tv stars who literally after this can go on anything like are we watching the sas thing at the moment and pete wicks who's a i can't stand him he's a guy off tower he's going back on celebrity dating which paul is a presenter on um, mm. it's just all sorts but they have this career of just going from one thing to another on reality TV and that's what she, I think she's walked into she's walked into people like April Matt 
uh, Whitney, Duke especially, because he didn't seem to give a shit about the fact what was going on with Whitney at all. It was more like, oh, shit, I've got to go home. And it was all that um, contraption. I do feel for Gemma because I think she's come into this quite naive thinking she's going to find love. And Matt's gone, I'm only here for fucking likes and fucking, you know, being on TV. And and unfortunately for her, I just I feel really sorry for her for being honest, Dave. I think, like, she, there's been no support for her. And I do think that the way this week's gone on, by the end of tonight's episode, the way Whitney was doing it, it was like it was Gemma's fault. And I was like, wow, mm. this is unbelievable. Whether it's the edit, whatever, I just felt really sorry for her. Well, I've talked about April and Sophie shrinking. You can absolutely see it with Gemma, can't you? You know, and again, it, it, she's not allowed to speak or or just be fucking upset. You know, Matt has to fucking shout it down. And Whitney, I just do not know what her game is. I don't get what the baby voice is all about or, or whatever yeah. it is. It's like, oh, you know, I'm too cool for school. It's what a horrible horrible person duca is just happy to be there and get on tv i think because he's not really that <laughs> yes, bothered the yeah. only emotion he showed was when he was getting a bit riled up by thomas but you know not really that bothered about whitney you know they they never had anything so he was like oh yeah whatever um but yeah i, th- I think you've hit on something there that the, the problem is with this whole application process and everything and and this is season seven. We see it with The Bachelor. We see it with Love Island and everything. There's a lot of people now. The high percentage of people are there just for the exposure. You know, not all of them, have, like April, have been on other things before. But from this season, you know, they'll go on to other things. You know, a lot of the people from last last season you know, have popped up here, there, and everywhere, haven't they? Not just the reunion that I always keep wanting to call her Natalie. It's not Natalie, is it? It's something else. The, the one yeah. from Newcastle, you know, was on all these other different things. Was it X on the beach or whatever? So yeah. that's the problem. But but you do get people who seem to, honestly, Chris, drink the Kool-Aid a bit and think the experts are actual relationship experts and not just a bunch of see you next Tuesdays who are trying to stir up the drama. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so some yeah. people, I think, just get caught in the crossfire there. But it, it yeah, was, the- it, regardless of, sorry, whatever happened up to that point, what was really riling me was Gemma's position in that group setting. She's just been hit by this bomb. It wasn't even, Matt didn't have the stones to actually pull her to one side and say about, you know, this is what's happening. Kwame threw the grenade in there. And as much as it was great drama for TV and like the memes and everything, like you say, the old Kermit the Frog drinking his lemon tea um, <laughs> just while there's chaos going around. <laughs> All right, I'd be lying if I said I didn't enjoy that. But fuck me, how much you've felt, how much Gemma have felt being in that position it was fucking embarrassing she was trying she was trying to adjust her behavior to you know all the things that she was being told she was shrinking as a person and then bang you've got no choice now and then all these things must be swimming around your head it's like well hang about did we ever have a chance how long has this been going on for i just thought it was it was brutal but she wasn't allowed to just be upset you know 
get it off her chest because he kept fucking shouting back. It's like, do you know who I am? All right, I know he didn't say that, but you know, who do you think you're talking to? It was just, oh, Chris, in your words, I was fizzing. Oh, mate, honestly. And I think you're right. But what annoyed me was, like, Matt, whenever... So we, we call Thomas out because Thomas takes himself away now. Maybe it's some agents. It's still, Sam said this. I think it's more uh, agent maybe trying to calm him down so he takes himself yeah. away because it's think, like every I think episode. It's a, I don't know if it's him calming him down. I, I think he's it's a bit of a coping strategy for him. Yes. I think yes. he recognizes it in himself when he's yes. sort of spiraling a little bit and he's like, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off, but I'm, I'm gonna say down. get a bunch of fucking liars uh before yeah. I go. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you because because what I was getting at was we we've said it about Thomas and laughed about it. And I like say I think it's a coping mechanism, but fucking Matt doesn't like anything. As soon as you attack Matt with home truths like Zoe did, he's, he's he calls people fucking sweetheart. I don't value it. He's a proper condescending chauvinist. Like uh, Zoe in general actually said to him, he's a fucking condescending bastard or something like that, or whatever, she's a dickhead or something. And he is, he, as soon as he gets anything, he just goes. He's a, he, he completely goes. He does not like to be criticised that bad. Only, only from my the women. From only from the yes. women. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Blokes can yeah. criticise yeah. him, and he's okay with that. I tell you what, yes. Chris, we, we've talked about, you know, all the, obviously all the negatives. Zoe. Right, I I didn't like in the first few weeks the whole fucking veganism thing. I thought it was blown up to be this thing that it shouldn't have been. But what a legend Zoe's been this week. Yeah, excellent, excellent, Dave, and and not afraid to speak. Man, I love that about her. What she did, it was so good, so so nice to see as well. Because I thought she did a better job than the fucking experts, and I'm not buying any yeah. of this shit with what the experts are doing. Oh, we're going to have a word. Them two fuckers are going to be in this show now till the end, without a doubt. I do not believe that they're, well, they're not going to be. Do you think, because, again, we've seen the playbook. We've seen in Australia, Carolina and, and Daniel. And I'm Daniel, sure yeah. they did a cliffhanger as well. You know, Chris, honestly, when that cliffhanger hits, I was like, you motherfuckers. I didn't, I didn't even notice the time. Uh, and it was it was coming up to ten o'clock, but I'm sure they did a, a cliffhanger as well. It might they might have even made yes. us wait a whole weekend. But I think they're going to give them a bit of a roasting because we've seen it in Australia. You know they'll talk a little bit, and you know Jordan, fair play to him, was calling them out, wasn't he? He's like, we're all yeah, here. Yeah. We're trying to make our couples work because of you. Uh, you've so called, you know analyze this you know and you know scientifically matched us up and then these two people have just got together it's not the experiment anymore you haven't no. put them through the analysis it's not the valid experiment if you want to try and make it work fuck off into the real world and make it work there so yeah i, I don't think they're gonna let them stay I hope not. I just, you know the way this goes, Dave. This this gets ratings, doesn't it? I mean, social media, my word, is an out, and it's one of the worst things at the best of times. But I couldn't help but put Matthew K on this week, every episode, and it's just been an absolute. The majority are just like, yeah, a few people, you know, Dave. I did see, you know, I mean, Matt and Whitney. You know, the majority are at him. A few people have said, well, what's the problem? She's got no relationship with Duca and him and Gemma, it's her own fault for being so crass. Well, I don't I don't really agree with that at all. But 
there is people supporting what's happened. So it's it's been a real interesting thing to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't help those people. <laughs> I mean, if you can't see what what's gone on here, I mean, again, you either and look, we we talked about a lot of the contestants, if you like, will come on, and it's mostly about the social media career, but you can get relationships out of it that work as well. There, are, I think a lot of the emotions are real. But if you just go into it as if it's Love Island, we'll go on to fucking Love Island then. And then try out loads of different partners. The whole point of this show is it's supposed to be a marriage. You're supposed to, you know, they've scientifically figured out that you two are compatible. You might not be, um, you know, exactly what you were expecting, you know, that you're not your quote unquote usual type, but this is how we think you're matched. And so, you know, off you go. First time you're going to meet each other is when you're married. You need to now go and work on it. That That's, that's yeah. the whole concept of the show. So, you know, it's not just throw these people together. And, you know, if, if the first couple doesn't work, then, you know, try out another partner or something. And I thought, is it Paul, is it, the the quote-unquote expert Chris his response to Jordan's question was like well to be true we haven't analyzed these well what sort of fucking defense is that (laughs) (laughs) uh, what are you trying to say there why not you know why wouldn't you you haven't got a million fuck a population of a million people to look at why haven't you so, so when he says analyze, Dave, it means they got a little fucking spreadsheet with the name, the picture, where they live, what their interests are. That's all they've done. There's no fucking way they've analyzed any of these couples yeah. together. I know he, he was taking a big win with Adrian and Thomas Wanny when they were talking. He's like, "Yeah, that's why we put you together." You know, you guys didn't believe it, and I'm like, "Fuck off!" I think that's more Adrian <laughs> Thomas have just acted like adults when they're on their own, and that's where we've come to. You know, because yeah. Thomas even says my outrageous behaviour, and but he's taking the win. I like Paul a lot. But I was taking the win, and I'm like, "Wow, this is classic. This, this is <laughs> absolute." <laughs> class but me mate what a great episode i know we've got to do another we're going to do a wrap up for the week but we had to talk about this yeah just had to jump on like i say the whole matt and whitney thing just couldn't wait till the weekend uh but jonathan as well i think uh is horrendous uh i think the way not only he's behaving but he refuses to to listen or hear any of the criticism and again the, the experts trying to tell him I think Zoe is trying, uh, Jenna, sorry, is trying to help him understand and Gemma as well, how offensive he is. Just not interested, though. <laughs> Just no, not no. interested. So you're not going to grow. So, yeah, again, uh, not a good contestant for me. And I think, <laughs> I hope, I hope Sophie can see it because she is trying to adjust her behavior. And again, you know who he's like, Chris? He's he's a um, bit of a watered down Poundland fucking Bryce. Oh, well, they're still together, Bryce and Melissa. No, but she had a game plan. She she wanted to have yeah. babies, so fair play to her. She yeah. she was willing to put up with that dickhead. But you know, Bryce was one of the first things they say. You know, a nice little uh, romantic setting, and she's like, "Well, what did you first? What did you think when we first met?" And he says, "Well, 
she's not bad. She's not ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you old smoothie. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what, Dave? I mean, I, I mean, I, I know we're going around the houses. There's so much to unpack, and no near the end now. But that that situation with Daniel and Carolina um, mm-hmm. from the last series is so. That's why I, I think it's like someone said to them, "We need a couple like that." Because Martin Whitney's whole approach to it is exactly the same. It's that arrogance of love conquers all. We don't care that we're treading on any use. I don't feel upset. You know, the the, the, the fake bullshit Tawi talk that we had with, with April, Matt's whole... It, it, I mean, none of the lads were there backing him up. I was waiting for George to be fair to start backing him up. I was like, you mm. cock, you know, but it's just exactly the same. It's that arrogance of, I'd, Matt went, I don't care. I'm sorry to Jem. And he was a bit more apologetic, to be fair, than Whitney was with Duke. But he doesn't excuse it. And he was like, but... I like that girl and that's it. And what I found really interesting, the more he's chauvinistic to Whitney, the more fucking excited she is for him. Like he, the way he speaks, I'm going to, I'm going to kiss your face off or whatever it is. It's like, that's not the sort of ch- chat you say, you know what I mean? But she really likes all that. It's really interesting how, what people are into. That's what I, I can't understand this. If it's, if it's real anyway. Yeah. But we said all along, you know, the way, Whitney has been gaslighting Duca as well. Now we've been a bit, you know, flip flopping a bit on Duca because you know she's calling him out for being fake, and it's like, well, does she have a real point? But I think even if she did, it doesn't excuse her behaviour towards him. But the fact no. is, a lot of the things that she's picked up on on Duca for, those are the things that Matt does, like. Yeah, when he was being a dick at one of the, it was the first dinner party that Matt was at, and he was being a dick then. But then he's like, ding, 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 you know, on the uh, on the glass and stuff, and holding court as if he's fucking Bertie Big Bollocks, <laughs> and, yeah. and she's like, yeah. oh fucking hell, what a hunk. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's one of them alpha guys, isn't he? He has to be the leader, doesn't he? you can see that he has to be the the dominating one. And I think you're right. I think that the, the thing is with Duca was we knew he skit. We knew it was all about being on TV. We knew everything. But I, I said in a couple of the episode, I said, oh, there's something here, what she's saying that we're not seeing. I think that's why she's being so obnoxious to him, so standoffish. I mean, she, every time you put VT of her, she is, she's the one who's made all the effort in that relationship. And I have seen absolutely fuck all, <laughs> yeah. you know, effort from her whatsoever. She just sits there Rolling her eyes at him completely. Oh, I think given, we had one scene where she laughed at him. I've given so much of myself to what? this. Yeah. <laughs> what? what? Nothing. What? Absolutely. <laughs> the square root of fuck all. Of nothing. What have you actually given to anybody? <laughs> nothing. I could. I just couldn't. I couldn't get that at all. Then I really so, couldn't. So just my final point on this, Chris. The last season there was the whole love triangle between was it jordan i can't remember the girl's name and bob do you remember that and it all happened oh they yeah had a little jordan, kiss. Bob, and, yeah yeah is it lauren i you can't remember um yes but but we know we know who we mean there so the thing is that all happened off camera and we saw the the drama that it created but we didn't actually see the event if i'm to throw out a hypothesis here chris this is the kind of thing that's happened with Matt and Whitney, but we've seen the Australian situation because that looked a, a little bit more, uh, it, it was definitely set up 
but I mean, maybe they were just better actors. It felt like we were watching it in real time. With Matt and Whitney, it did not feel like we were watching it in real time. I think something's happened there before the cameras have hit. Like say, producers have, have got wind of it and they're like, look, we can't have all this stuff happen off camera again. We need to capture some of this. So can you just, you know, have a chat, say you want to explore this relationship and whatever, because I said that was my final point. So that's my hypothesis, Chris. That's why it looks so unbelievably fake. It's all happened before. They just wanted to catch something on camera. But um, I agree. You know what was absolutely fucking sickening was the the fucking, you know, this footage where they're just waking up in bed together. Yeah. And I'd actually forgotten, yeah. and someone had put on our Patreon feed that, um, you know, it wasn't Whitney the one who was slut shaming about not, you know, you wouldn't ever go with someone on the first date or something. Do you yeah. remember? Yeah, and yeah, I remember. I remember, and I think you're right. I think because there was there was this little thing Gemma said about you're only interested in going to the gym with your mates. So we know that yeah. Daniel and Carolina hooked up through the gym and then with that fake fucking Daniel was running a whole gym on his own doing like fucking 5k yeah. dumbbells uh, curls one you know with no sweat and oh fancy seeing you yeah. yeah she's fully makeup up just to do a workout like they do on Towie where they're in the gym and no one's got a bead of sweat on him and and that's obviously what's happened I think that Whitney has probably been in the gym uh, he has Matt and they've just connected and that's why exactly what you said that's what Towie does Dave that they, they ask people what's happened and then they reenact it on the show Mm. And, and that's exactly what's happened. I think absolutely correct. And that's where you're verging on and mock you. Well, not even a reality one. It's like a, a fake reality show even more than stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, but Chris, good point. good point. We fucking love it, don't we? <laughs> we sure do, mate. Absolutely love it. Anyway, uh, here is the Patreon roll call of honour. So thank you to all our patrons. Patreon.com for our CD Relics cast. And today, big thanks to Cassie, Megan, Kate, Annabeth, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Jacqueline, Noreen, Amy, Joanna, Hillaby, Katie, Dee Dee, Hannah, Prisla, Susan, Hennessy, Haley, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kenga Starveson. So big thank you to everyone today. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, at cdrealitycast. You may have noticed today, guys, some of my audio was a bit all over the place. Uh, was actually out and about recording, so I had to sort of dial in via my car on my AirPods. So apologies on some of the gremlins there, guys. Hopefully everything come across really well. Thanks for tuning in. We both absolutely love doing this, and we had to jump on today because it's just absolutely nonsense. Uh, we'll do a week wrap-up as well, which will be out by weekend. And stay tuned. We may have some news. So take care. Thanks for everyone. And I'm going to do a terrible impression of Dave. Bye now. <laughs>